Hey, what's up, Gabe? Hey, how's it going, JD? It's going good. Great. Uh, it's uh, great to do this again. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to go over some planning center resources. Um, what are they first? And uh, number two, um, why do we put them up there? Mm. Uh, whether it's from lyrics, chords, reference tracks, upmixes, service order, um, maybe a few other things if we think about them while we get there. But uh, first, I want to introduce Gabe. Gabe is our assistant music director Hi this y'all. year. Um, he is very proficient in the piano and many other instruments and music theory. So he's like my better half. I know a thing or two <laughs> about a thing or two. That is true. <laughs> um, so Gabe and I were talking, and uh, we were thinking, hey, um, how many people do you think on our dream teams know and don't know what certain resources or um, you know assets, I guess you could also call it, that we put on Planning Center? They don't know why we put them up there. What are they for? What's yeah, the reason? Especially the if there's a lot of new onboards lately. Yeah, exactly. So we wanted to go over that. Uh, I'm going to hand this off to Gabe, um, and I'm going to ask you the first question. Oh, yeah. Uh, so what is Planning Center? Let's talk about that. Yeah, so Planning Center is really just a platform uh, that the church uses, and actually lots of other churches. If you want to be specific, there's 60,000-plus churches we found out the other day that use this, so it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but it's really just a platform for ch- ch- churches to use to uh, streamline their service orders and all the resources that go with that so that all of the teams who are executing a service uh, can do, can do so with excellence and can all be on the same page about it. So it's just super helpful resource. Um, with that, all of the resources that we put on uh, specifically for music and JD listed them all earlier. Uh, they include lyrics, uh, lyric sheets for the songs. They include the chord charts, which is the lyrics and chords combined together. Uh, they include the reference track, which is just a guide track and a click track added on to uh, the recording of the song so that you guys can listen to it. Um, and then we have upmixes where we take the levels of each of the individual tracks, uh, whether it be piano, bass, guitar, or any of the others, um, so that you can hear specifically what those parts are for every song. And then just overall, for each plan, we include the service order that's for everybody to use so that you know what's always coming next. And a big part of the service order that I find helpful is so that I can think critically about my transitions, um, especially for keys. There's a lot of times I'm going to have to shade between songs and or uh, between host sections, so I always want to know what's coming next. Uh, and what I need to be thinking about at the beginning and end of every song that I'm playing. So that's uh, that's a pretty summarized view of PCO and uh, all the resources that we use. Yeah. So that's a that's a yeah, like you said, very rough overview. Uh, let's dive more into it. So um, here's a question we had on our note: How does Planning Center help me to prepare for the weekend? It accesses uh, or it's given us access to all resources listed above. Uh, to prepare for a service as a whole, kind of like you said. Mm. Um, first one that we had, uh, upmix tracks. Let's dive into more detail. Yeah. And um, I will bring up the visual now. Uh, here's our, uh, our actually current weekend that we're about to go into. It's August 6th and 7th. It's a new series called Not nah, I'm Good. Um, and here we see just the overall plan and what's currently happening. I have a couple of... Um, uh, 
kind of columns that are open that allow me to see other information here as well. So uh, don't be alarmed. Uh, there's and there's also probably some things that are missing because uh, this is kind of still so a little okay. bit work in progress. Yeah. It's like ninety five percent done. Um, but let's uh, yeah, let's do upmix tracks. Uh, what are they, and why do we need to listen to them? Yeah, like I said, upmix tracks. It's just the uh, the song, but with your specific instrument or vocal part highlighted, or the the level is raised so that you can hear it clearer, and so you can learn exactly. Uh, what you need to for that song. And it's really important to listen to that as opposed to just a reference because uh, there's often many layers to all the parts. And there's, I mean, if, if you think about uh, all the different electric guitars we have, some songs have six different electric guitar parts. And while we won't include an upmix for every single one because some of them are more just effects and not really uh, realistic for a weekend, it's important to ne hear all those different levels so that you as a band can come together with your own individual parts and also be aware of what everyone else is playing so that when you come together, you can blend and you can create something that uh, really is cohesive. Yeah, it's, uh, we take, uh, um, we be very, in we're very intentional with uh, the certain tracks that we put up there. Right. We want stuff that's easily able to be replicated. Right. Um, you know, instead of like, some, uh, for example, there's a lot of piano parts mm. um, that are constantly throughout the entire song oh, yeah. are are arpeggiated Just parts. Ridiculous and arpeggios it's like and that doesn't feel practical. No. For the av our, our current average dream team members, right? Absolutely, um, and even of that, it's just a lot of those parts require specific synth gear, even that we just yeah. trying to get that to work with our with our gear and uh, just just for the each weekend, it's just it's a, it's a lot to handle. Um, and yeah, I don't I don't think we're there on a development. No, I, and and so. it's it's not that we, it's not like it's somewhere we need to be right now, but I think it's. Um, not not putting something in there that it's just ridiculous and it's like why wait, this this is nearly impossible to play live because it wasn't meant to be played live it was meant to be a layer that sits in the tracks to elevate what we already have on the stage yeah exactly um someone in the studio is like hey we're going to utilize uh you know modern modern technology right. uh to just have this play through the entire thing and probably not expecting someone to do this right. and even for the original bands that play these songs very few times are they actually playing it live some bands will have a second auxiliary keyboard player or many other guitarists but even then they're still running tracks in the background because yep. it's just another layer that if if you had everybody playing everything live your stage would be packed with like 30 40 people right. that'd be ridiculous right exactly uh, so let's let's dive into this uh, visual here on Planning Center. Uh, let's show everyone where upmixes are located. On the far right, you see this little uh, um, paper clip. Mm. If you go under any of these, it shows that there's 11 files. If you click on there, you dr uh, hover all the way down. You're currently uh, highlighted under files. And you see here there is um, a song title, uh, the artist, uh, the key, the tempo and the specific upmix part that is highlighted in here. Um, so, Gabe, kind of talk through us the the mix or the sound that they're going to hear when yeah. they play this. Yeah. So you're gonna hear uh, you're gonna hear the click, which is gonna help you keep on time, uh, as if you were playing with a metronome. You're gonna hear the guide the same way as you hear it on the reference track. Uh, that's going to cue you in for each section of the song. And then you're going to hear the original song, 
but above all else, you're going to hear your own individual part, like JD has hovered there. You're going to hear acoustic guitar predominantly over everything else that you've heard, uh, everything else that you hear in that. Um, another note, uh, all these upmixes are done by either myself or JD personally. We are not perfect people, and so we so we love it when we hear from you guys as Dream Team or from ADs that if there is an issue, because we can go back and fix it. What we want to do is we want to put our best foot forward that we possibly can, so that you guys can put your best for best foot forward on the weekend. It's just we are not always going to be perfect. So if there is an issue, don't feel like you can't tell somebody about it. We our job is to give you the resources you need for the weekend. And so if there is an issue, we want to hear about it as soon as possible. Yeah, these processes that we have to do day in and day out are Many very hours. tedious and mundane. Yes. Um, and so a lot of times our minds just kind of get just go off depending on the song. It takes about an hour, hour and a half, sometimes two hours to get the song formatted in Ableton and export all the tracks and chord charts and lyric sheets for everything. And especially if you're moving out in a rhythm, uh, we, we try to get these done as quick as possible so that you guys can have the resources. But at the same time, we're not perfect. So we, we, we want to hear when there's an issue so that we can make sure that uh, we fix it for you yeah. guys. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so again, I'm also encouraging, just be sure to tell someone if something isn't right or if a guide track is, you know, you can't hear the guide track or it's turned off even on accident. Let us let someone know. Let your AD know. Yeah. I remember when I was uh, when I was onboarded in the Dream Team, and I would find m small issues, granted, with with some of the uptracks, and I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't tell anybody because I was scared. Like, well, maybe it's supposed to be this way. No, it's not. So mm, I yeah. to make sure you tell your AD or anybody else that you can. Again, it, and ju jumping into that, it's actually fascinating. You said that, like, maybe it's supposed to be this way. Um, I feel like there's a lot of people then, if they're constantly asking that, they they feel like they're, like, getting in the way or they're, like, being a burden Oh, absolutely or not. But more, uh, and you and I know, and we really try to champion this um, this uh, perspective is, is just constantly learning. Right. So you have to ask questions if you want to learn anything. Absolutely. If you don't, you're not... You're not gonna know. Yeah, so, and that's what we're here. And don't that, hesitate. And that's what we're here for. That's what the '80s are here for. Is just to make sure that you guys are all prepared uh, for every weekend. That there's no question or that there's no assumption that something's supposed to be a certain way. No, that's our our job is to make sure that you guys feel prepared and confident and comfortable in what you are uh, putting forward on the weekends. Totally. Let's quickly describe what a reference track is, what the difference is between the two. Yeah, so the difference between the reference track and the up mixes is that the reference track is more uh, for you to play along without hearing your part individually. So if you want a chance to play your part on your own without the aid of your up mix, the reference track is great for that because you still get the original song, you still get the guide keeping you through the sections and the click track, both that you will hear on the weekend. Uh, you just won't hear your specific part because this gives you a chance as if you were on a weekend to play it on your own. Great. And then next we have uh, chord charts. Now, I know I uh, handed you off to this because mm. you're probably one of the best that that does this. You're very um, it's so uh, much fun. consistent. Um, I'm glad you think it's fun because <laughs> when I had to do it, I'm not as strong as you are in music theory, so it was a... A nightmare for me sometimes um and really had to try and lean on some other people mm. to like discern and, and look at it as well um to cover my mistakes and make sure i'm not giving everyone oh it's fine terrible chords anyways yeah. um so chord charts you did a uh you did a major i guess 
uh, what do you call it? Rehaul. Yeah. What I've, I'm what gonna I, open this up. What I've what I've attempted to do, and I think I've done pretty well, uh, is to make a very consistent format for all of our chord charts and our lyric charts. Um, which means fonts are going to be the same for all of them. The style of it is always going to be the same. The way, like this, even is as minute as the space between each section. I try to keep everything as constant as possible so that you know what to expect uh, when you have it. Uh, what I have done a little bit different, as you can see with this one, uh, this is a thousand names. So you see not every section has chords in it. And you'll notice at the very top, if you scroll up to the chat, uh, there we go. So if you see after the intro turnaround, I have in italics repeat until bridge because the chords are the same every single time. And if the chords are the same every single time, it's not going to do, in my opinion, it's not going to do anyone a favor if they're just repeated over and over again in each section. It, and also saving space on the page is important to me as well. But if the chords are the same, I'm not going to repeat it every single time because it is the same, and there's no need to. Yeah, that's um, that's definitely it. Kind of goes into a um, a philosophy when it comes to uh, learning songs, which we'll get into uh, here in a little bit. Right. Um, kind of really trying to simplify as best we can, almost treating it as like chunks or sections, where it's just like. Uh, there's a lot of worship songs that it's like four chords all throughout the song. Right. Or there's uh, a four chords here in the intro, but then there's a four chord section in the chorus. And every chorus, it's the same four chords. Exactly. That's different than the intro. So we're trying to. Yeah. Most of the chord charts that uh, that you'll see will only show the chords uh, at the change spots or wherever they're going to change. Like, for example, here, it, the bridge chords are going to be different. And so I'm going to notate that there because. Those are obviously different from the original progression. Another example I can think of is uh, Lauren Dangle's song, You Say. It is literally the same four chords in the same pattern the entire song. And so I'm going to put it there in the very top in the intro section, but I'm not going to repeat it the entire time because it's exactly the same and there's no need to. <laughs> It would just be it would be a, it would be a waste to try to for ever for myself and for everyone else to just read through that knowing that it's the same. So I'm gonna make a plug really quick. I'm gonna make a new tab here. We're going off uh going off script Sweet. in a second. Um, we uh so planning center actually. Oh wow, such a <laughs> failure there. Um, I don't. You can't access it, it there. It is not. It's I know on, exactly it's what you're on talking about. Devices. Yep, mobile devices. So we uh, we also have a thing that Plain Center makes called Music Stand. It's an app. Yes. Uh, which I would show you here, but I can't because I'm on desktop. Yep. Um, sorry, a laptop. Um, but Music Stand allows you to uh, download all these chords, lyrics, whatever, and you can actually notate. Oh yeah. With a uh, Apple Pencil or even your whatever finger. Whatever you want, yeah. Yeah, you can highlight. You can add. You know. If there's more chords that you want to put on there, you can do that. There's even text boxes you can add onto it. Super helpful for anybody that uh, that doesn't want to print out their music every single weekend, or for yeah. 80s who don't want to print out their music every single weekend. I totally understand. I have an iPad myself, and I use it all the time, and it's great. So if you have one and you want an easy way to access all the music that's already there, Music Stand already imports whatever. Uh, whatever plans you are on or whatever weekends you're on with all of the service order and with all of the music so that you can just access it right there and it's super great. Yeah, we might do a little a little uh, tutorial on That'd that. That would be sometime. great. I think we should. For sure. And you can even do it on your phone too. Yep. I know it's I mean it's a, a lot little of people, small but a lot of people have big phones. It's nice when you yeah. 
When you, if, if you have a small phone, then right. it's probably not fun. No, not not uh, not JD's uh, a mini <laughs> iPhone or whatever. It's literally like the size of a watch. Yeah, it's true. Well, I have kind of small fingers. Anyways, <laughs> um, all right, great. So we did up mixes, got reference tracks. Yep. Um, lyrics are also there as well. Um, there are also sometimes, I don't think I have an example on this weekend, but if there's different arrangements that yes. we do, so for example, um, if there's like an extended intro mm -hmm. or if there's like a special arrangement we do for a weekend, um, we'll throw a reference track up, up in the arrangement section here um, because uh, it'd be kind of confusing if you put it under the key. Right. Uh, it's kind of like a, an overarching arrangement that kind of... Uh, can then be uh, changed uh, based on whatever campus you right. are. Since every campus now has their own folder for Planning Center, they can um, w transpose whatever they need to so you don't have a different arrangement living in here that doesn't line up with um, the normal arrangement that we're doing. Exactly. So, we're not going to export new up mixes unless it's that big of a change. And this, if the entire song is changing, then yes, we're going to put an entire new uh, arrangement with new up mixes and everything. But if it's just, like JD said, if it's just an extended intro, like an your parts aren't going to change. Section. Exactly, right. Your parts are going to change. So we're, we're going to notate that in the arrangement section as a separate reference. But that doesn't mean it's going to change anything about your up mix. Yeah, and it, if anything, ADs or your music director should be, you know, providing that information for you right. on Planning Center. If it's like, hey, we're doubling this intro up front, so you know, worship leader can talk and invite everyone to yeah. to sing, or um, small changes like that. Right. Um, it's it's too, again, you can think that we're copying out of some some work, but uh, to be honest, it's it's a, it helps us to kind of streamline and and stay ahead. You know, continue us yeah, to, to move on to whatever's next, and right. so we're not just staying in one spot uh, for too long. Yes. Um. So, all right. Um. My note closed. Cool. Hey, here we go. So. What's next? Uh. What's next? Uh. I. Th yeah. We did. We went over everything. Um. Let's we did all let's the things. yeah let's get to the to the big topic. Great um, big topic. I mean, how much how much time? Oh, we, we got get ten time. minutes. Oh yeah, we great. got time. All right, ten minutes for talking about this. Oh good. So redefining what rehearsal is. Heck yeah. Um, I think Gabe, you you put this in the note, so I'm going to let you uh, lead into this. Yeah, absolutely. What does this mean? Um, this is, I'm definitely not the first person to say this, and I know a lot of other people uh, that champion this idea, but a rehearsal. Is not where you is not the time for you to learn your up mix or not the time for you to learn your individual part. The rehearsal is the time for you to bring the part that you've already spent time on learning and memorizing to the band together, so that you guys can come out with an excellent product, which is uh, preparing for the weekend services. That Wednesday rehearsal time for us, anyways, uh, is just to bring your part that you've already prepared. So Wednesday is not the time for you to come in with a uh, maybe listening to your upmix once on the car ride over and then figuring it out there. Um, I know I have to challenge myself on this too, especially even if it's a song that I've played many, many times, I still need to take the time at home to learn and go through, make sure that I know and understand my part very, very well. Um, and another big part of that, uh, and I know that this has been a challenge for me in the past. I feel like I've grown in it, and I think everyone has room to grow in this. But uh, memorization is huge, too. Memorization is just another step above and beyond. 
um, to make you feel comfortable. It may not feel comfortable in the moment, but when you have your parts memorized, then you're not reliant on a tablet that's got 10% battery uh, to give you the information you need for your part. You already have it memorized. You've got it in there. You're super confident. Um, I can think of one bass player particularly who every single Wednesday rehearsal memorizes every single song and every part before the Wednesday rehearsal so that when you're coming into the weekend, it's not, it's no question. Like it's, you've got this, you have nothing to be nervous about at all. And that's, I want to challenge everybody. And I got to challenge myself too that the preparation time that you put into, uh, into your parts before Wednesday is super, super important. For sure. Yeah. There is, um, uh, we started, uh, once you started building out this, uh, arts team guide and, uh, roles and responsibilities mm. for, um, dream team music positions, um, we came across, there should be a difference between like what you mentioned, uh, yeah. rehearsal and personal practice time, right. which we actually implemented into, uh, roles and responsibilities mm. to, I think it's up to two hours of right. personal practice time to get prepared yeah. to, uh, you know, be at home listening to the upmix tracks, listening to references, um, just understanding the dynamic changes, just where the the um, trajectory of the arrangement's going. Yeah, absolutely. Things like that. Uh, listening to the even some other parts, yep. just so you're identifying, like, how am I walking alongside all these other um, instruments, all these other people oh, yeah. that I'm going to be playing with on stage? Um, the personal practice time, that's that's what you should be doing for those two hours within the week. Yeah, and two hours, it may feel like a lot. And it, I mean, it, it for, for many of us, especially with busy work schedules or families and, and whatever else, uh, it, it can be a lot. And uh, it, it's a challenge to fit it in. But I think this is something that should be a priority for all of us, um, especially when there's uh, everyone else on the band is taking the time and putting in the work and spending those two hours uh, on working on your parts beforehand. When we all are doing this and we're all doing this together, uh, we come out with something that's really excellent and something that makes a huge impact on the people that are uh, attending our weekend services. Um, so I think just remembering, uh, I know for me, just remembering the impact that we can and the impact that we have been making um, since the church has been around, um, that makes me want to spend those two hours. That makes me want to put in all the time and effort into putting, uh, into learning my part and bringing it to excellence for the Wednesday rehearsals. For sure. I think, um, I mean, to always remember, like, mm. y- you got, I don't want to say chosen, but right. I mean, you know, an arts director yeah. or a campus pastor or someone. Yeah, nobody's on I, this team for accident. Right. They identified you like, hey, you, we believe you have something to offer. Right. Like, we see that. We noticed it or noticed still, whatever. Um so you're not just standing up there to stand up there. Right. You know? So there's something that that we were made aware, even them themselves were made mm. aware in growth track. They're like, oh, okay, this is where my gifts are. This is, you know, the purpose that God's put in front of me exactly. or, you know, creative communi- communication, whatever the administration, whatever those spiritual gifts might be for you. I identified those and been like, okay, this is where I fit. So... You know, I need to take pride in that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's o- it's okay to take pride in it because, you know, you have a passion for it. You just, if you have a passion for something, you obviously, you want to dive into it. You want to learn. You want to get better at it, yeah. I hope, instead of just, you know, letting it sit there and just kind of fester and not doing anything yeah, with absolutely. it. Um, so, yeah, definitely un- remember that you're up there on the stage for a purpose. It's not just to fill a space, like... 
you know, so really, really lean into that and, and keep growing whatever that might be, whether it's like myself learning music theory, Mm. you know, or learning a guitar or learning, you know, anything else that might have to do with a weekend. So then I can help assist or, uh, troubleshoot or do something, you know, rather than just coming in, playing my four chords and leaving. Eh, it feels kind of mundane. Right. But yeah, well, I, I think it's uh, important, too, um, especially if you've been on the team for a while and especially if you're playing three, four weekends a month. Um, it gets really easy to just kind of get in the rhythm of it and to not really feel like you have ever had the chance or if you have a chance in a long time uh, to worship yourself because when we're on the stage, it is really easy to get caught up in what the parts we're playing or what our stage presence looks like even it's just all the little things that we have to think about in order to put forth an excellent service for our guests it can be hard to feel like we are worshiping ourselves and so i encourage you if uh i know we, we do this at perrysburg which is really great every morning uh, before the 9 a.m we take t- some time just as a team to worship by ourselves backstage just because we know how important it is to give that time to God. God gives us a lot, and so it's really important for us to make time to give back to him what little we can. Um, making time for yourself and for you as team to worship together is super important. So, Yeah, it's refocusing um, that to understand, you know, why you're here. Yeah. And, you know, try to try to get out of the way all the, all the daily, you know, crap that you might have to have dealt with. Right. Or, you know, whether it's your kids you know, someone, I don't know, cutting you off in the road or <laughs> I don't know, just yes. a bunch of that stuff. Just getting out of the way to where you're coming in with a clean slate, open hands of of, of a servant's heart, understanding, okay, I'm here to serve. Yeah. This isn't about me. This isn't about, you know, what I'm playing necessarily. But, you know, just doing what I can and giving it all to, to, to God, understanding that I, yeah. have a, I have a faith in him that is – greater than my own thinking right and just being able to see that the bigger vision behind all of this it's not just people in a room singing a song absolutely it's much more than that and i know that for some people that that definitely takes time because i mean it's seeing the unseen that's it's being faith being faith-filled and right it's difficult for some people obviously yes (laughs) you know (laughs) seeing invisible things so uh but definitely a place to to grow in for sure for yeah, everyone. Yeah, for sure. All right, we got like two and a half minutes left. Great. Uh, I wanted to wrap up. I wanted to ask you, try uh, dig in some like practical things. I'm curious for you, Gabe. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your uh, process on getting ready for the weekend? How does that look like? Yeah. So, um, an ideal week, and nobody's perfect, and I often get caught up in other things. But in an ideal week, and my ideal plan uh, is I'm looking through before at least as soon as I can, but at least two days before Wednesday, so that's on a Monday, I'm looking through the service order and I'm seeing what are the, the, all the songs that i got to learn, okay? Which ones are the piano-heavy ones? Which are the ones I need to spend more time? And I'm going to plan on spending more of my hours on those piano-heavy ones, making sure that I have the specific piano parts learned or keys parts, whatever have you. Um, and then all the rest, I'm just double-checking that I've got the chords down and that I have everything ready to go. I will do my absolute best to memorize, and that's my next step is memorizing everything before Wednesday. Um, thankfully, a lot of these songs I have played over and over, and that, especially if you are have been on the team for a while, you will find that 
some of those songs you won't have to spend so much time on because you've already put the work in uh, weeks, months before. Um, but it's just planning ahead of time to go through those songs and then making sure I'm as learned and prepared as I can for the Wednesday. What are ways or do you have um, any kind of places you go, websites or videos on YouTube maybe that can help kind of uh, get peop- uh, get keys players more into like an understanding of of it's at least what we do and mm. uh, what we're hoping to expect in the future is like right. it's more than just a piano. Yes. You know, especially now in, in digital world, you know, there's a lot of things you can do. So and for many some, things. it's very, very daunting and like. In, uh, it is still incredibly overwhelming to me, all the things that we can do with our current setup with uh, with main stage and Sunday keys and everything. My first resource that I go to when I want to learn something new and a, a good goal is just to find one small thing to learn every week that you're on. Uh, whether it be uh, learning about a new sound or a new effect that you can use on the computer. Um, Give yourself some time to work through it and give yourself some time to just play around with it. Uh, If you need to schedule that out with your ADs before Wednesday rehearsal so that you're not taking up time then, uh, totally do it, and they'd they'd love to uh, give you the time to do that. Um, but I'm uh, my first resource is the Sunday Keys website. They have tons of YouTube tutorials on specific sounds, how to use the sounds, and what moments, what are appropriate, what's not. Um, I'm planning on doing my own tutorial later, specifically about shades. Uh, yeah, you are. for our campus host stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm working on it. It's gonna be super super awesome. But um, that that's my encouragement is to find one thing. Uh, whether it's a new song that you're going to want to learn, whether it's a theory thing, theory, I, I love theory. I think it's, it's super necessary if you, uh, have a basic understanding of how theory works and everything. Um, just constantly learning, constantly wanting to grow. If you're sitting in a spot where you feel like, where where you almost feel like you know everything there is to know, you're definitely wrong. Yeah. (laughs) And you should be challenging yourself to, uh, to go further. Um, and if you're not sure what that is, then, uh, Talk with me. Talk with JD. Talk with any of your ADs, and we'd love to. We'd love to give you uh, the opportunity to grow and and move forward with your craft. For sure, uh, I think I think the last thing I'll I'll add on to that is um, if you are unsure of what to do or you're looking for um, things. So, for example, like what we're trying to focus on is um, honing in more on expanding how people utilize our keys rigs. Yeah. Um, in the future, if you need help, ask ask your AD. Yep. And just continue to ask them, like, hey, I I want to get more involved into this program, or I want I want to be able to do more than just play a piano, mm. a dry piano. Right. Um, which I know for for a lot of people at home, that's probably all they have right. available. Yeah. So I get it. You know, you play that for two hours. That's probably all you're going to be comfortable with right you might not have enough time on a wednesday so there's something that that um that's special when a multitude of people start to ask and um um really uh desire more time to be able to kind of learn absolutely how to do 
something else in this software. Yeah, and even if you even if you are are scheduling time with your eighty and it's taking a long time to learn anything, there's no requirement of how fast you need to get comfortable with. There's still so many things I'm trying to learn, and I I'm I've been I've been comfortable lately with just the same sort of one patch that I've been using, and so I gotta force myself to break out of that. But even the simple act of asking your eighty is, hey, I'd like to grow in this. Can you and I work out a time where I can come in and use this resource so that I can continue to grow in it? That shows, one, to yourself that you have a desire to grow. That shows your AD that you have a desire to grow and will hopefully give everybody more opportunities to uh, to expound upon what they've already learned so that they continue to grow and put forward an even more excellent product on the weekends in a more impactful moment uh, for our guests on the weekend services, not even uh, just not just eighties, but right. even ourselves. Oh yeah, uh, from a central perspective, where um, I think it's always a, a possibility to. I think even Ezra has done this um, before, where um, he will set up uh, for production. He'll set up a time for Matt uh, Gory to come through. Yeah, and be like hey, I'm gonna bring all my production team on this day, a couple hours before whatever rehearsal and um can you kind of can you matt can you focus on this said theme or topic and teach them great yeah Yeah. i think that's that's more than available i think you just need to tell the the right people and then those right people come to us to let us know and i mean one of our core values and it may sound cheesy but it's totally true one of our core values is better together and that is all of our jobs here and that's all of our desires uh here is to grow and be better together and that that starts when we just start asking questions of each other and we start making the intentional time to do so for sure yeah we don't we don't want to um we don't want to kind of drag along maybe not drag along people we don't want to see someone fall behind yeah we don't want to no one wants to absolutely you know because then if anything it it just makes everyone else slow right um and i'm not saying that anyone's a burden no um we just we just want to help. Yeah. Like we want to, we want to hold out that hand and be like, Hey, you can grab on. Like <laughs> I'm right. not going to like, you Absolutely. know, pull it back. Like psych, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> ah, <I'm right> <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, totally better together for sure. Even though it sounds cheesy just cause still I think everybody in the church realm has said it hundreds of times. Yes. Uh, but it's true. So if you don't lean into it, then you're definitely yeah. going to miss out on. On that, can we uh, can we include our emails in the details for this so that people can ask us questions outside? Yes, I will That'd throw that awesome. stuff in the show notes. Sweet. Um, I don't even I don't even think it's called show notes. Whatever it's called, podcast uh, notes. The description, the <laughs> item details, the <laughs> podcast description. It depends on yeah, whatever. Whatever. All right, we're up on time. Awesome, Gabe. Thank you so much thank for you. joining. This is and fun. Taking a few ex- a couple, not a few, about one extra How, hour. Yeah, however long. <laughs> yeah, we got GLS uh, tomorrow and Friday, yeah. so I gotta watch his hours. Oh take yeah, take over. Oh well. All right, everyone. <laughs> Peace and love. We will um, catch you on the next episode. See ya. Goodbye. Bye.